Holly, our favorite dirt alert of the week. It's Friday. Yes, it's the cherry on top of your gossip Sunday. The last Friday of July, y'all. Oh, it is, isn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, well, thank you for that sobering yeah. reminder. <laughs> Let's talk about Shakira. Prosecutors in Spain said today they're asking a court to sentence Shakira to eight years and two months in prison if she is convicted in her expected trial for alleged tax fraud. I'm so surprised she didn't um, do the deal. Oh, do a plea deal. Yeah, a plea deal, yeah. Oh. I, but I don't know. I don't know what it's like over in Spain. Maybe she maybe she really did pay the taxes, but it seems like it's a big amount they're accusing her of not paying. Well, Shakira's people are saying that she is confident in her innocence, but this all stems from the Spanish government saying that Shakira didn't pay 14.5 million euros in taxes between the years 2012 and 2014. Now, the prosecutor said they would also seek a fine of 24 million euros, which is about, you know, we're one-to-one right now in the exchange rate, Yeah, $24 million. Whoa. Six charges against Shakira, and she rejected a settlement deal offered by prosecutors for she was uh, given one, but she okay. didn't want to take it, opting to go to trial instead. Now, we don't have a trial date yet. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, she was just named. Wasn't there just a list that came out for the voice um, people, the people that worked on the voice that are paid the most, that mm-hmm. had the most money and she had the most money out of everybody? Yeah. Like 300 million or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That just came out like two hmm. days ago or something. Yeah, that, well, clearly she has a lot of money, and I, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing some of the things that the Spanish government are alleging with the taxes. Is that you know Shakira uh, was her businesses were based in places like Malta and the Bahamas, but she was living actively living in Barcelona, and so I don't know Spanish laws, but right. essentially they're like, well, hey, you're you had, living here, mm-hmm, and you'd shell companies to avoid paying taxes. Yes, no. yeah, yeah. Her her name was in the Paradise Papers and the. Pandora Papers, oh. among other celebrities. So it was Queen Elizabeth. And Elton John. And Elton John. And that's Ringo right. Star. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Basically, all the rich people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not not, not anything. Us. Not us. No. We are not mm-hmm. named in the Paradise Papers or the Panama Papers. Brandi Carlisle is talking about how she got Joni Mitchell to perform a full set of music for the first time since 2002. I swear, that gave people so much joy this week. I saw I know, people reposting that on Insta and Facebook and Three Twitter. Three days later, and, even, I got a call yeah. from a friend. Did you see did this? Did you see it? It just made people so happy. Well, how did she do it? Well, so they recently teamed up Brandi Carlisle, Joni Mitchell, and at the 2022 Newport Folk Festival last weekend. And uh, Joni Mitchell, she sang 13 songs. Wow, I didn't realize it was that many. A Case of You, Both Sides Now, Big Yellow Taxi. Uh, And Joni Mitchell had feared that she would never uh, be able to sing again after she had a near-fetal brain aneurysm back in 2015. Well, in a new essay for The Times, Brandi Carlisle said that she and Joni Mitchell agreed to perform at the Newport Folk Festival after they attended the 2022 Grand Grammys and a charity music cares concert thrown in Joni Mitchell's honor. Oh, that's right. So that's how they got the idea. And Joni had just been working on teaching herself how to sing and talk and play the guitar again. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, Brandi Carlisle writes, the agreement was very much that we'll just sit around in a circle and play the songs like we always do at the Joni Jams. Now, sometimes Joni sings, sometimes she doesn't want to. Uh, Joni Mitchell picked up the guitar again and started relearning the chords of her song. She was a little apprehensive. She worried about expectations. So then Brandi Carlisle says she decided to give Joni Joni Mitchell a FaceTime call and chat through it. And she said, we've had one, 
we had one of the best conversations we've ever had. Well, I'm telling you that Newport show, four of her, five of her albums entered the iTunes top 100, and Both Sides Now is number 21 on the isn't, iTunes singles. Isn't that, that's Start. so fantastic. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, Joni Mitchell said uh, she had never been nervous in front of an audience, but she wanted it to be good, and she wasn't sure that it could be, but she said, uh, I didn't sound too bad tonight. No, she sounded, it was amazing. She oh. sounded wonderful. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, if anyone just, you know, Google Joni Mitchell, and it will yeah. probably be one of the first videos to pop up. Treat yeah. yourself if you haven't watched it yet. We, we posted on Monday on our show page, and we all sat around here and like started getting teary-eyed watching it oh my goodness uh sources at page six reporting that jennifer lopez and ben affleck had have hired a luxury event planner for a lavish wedding celebration this doesn't surprise me at all multiple sources tell page six that they've hired a person named colin cowie to create a lavish wedding bash of their dreams he had a wedding planning show on like hgtv yes i know that name yeah we know him he's got he's got um yes he's very well known he's had reality shows and i think he has linens and china and crystal like colin cowie collection you know, like that. Well, somebody's talking to page six, confirming the party's going to take place at Ben Affleck's property in Georgia, likely in the next few weeks. That's interesting. I, You know, because that's where they were going to get married. In I, know, 2002. I know it was. It was that there. So and it's they kinda, still have this property. Yeah, but it's interesting that they would go there when that was the site of the canceled wedding. But maybe it's like 20 years later. Oh, here we are. What a pain in the butt to get there. You're right, Lori. It is. Uh, Now, uh, if you want to hire Colin Cowie for your next party, start saving up now because uh, productions for his company range from $25,000 to $25 million. Yeah, depending on what your budget is, don't you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, right? Oh, my goodness. Well, You know this will be in people. You know that Jennifer will. They'll sell. Oh, you know that. You know that. I would look forward to looking at these Same. beautiful pictures. So do I. <laughs> uh, and where Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are right now, Jennifer Lopez is reportedly in Italy, and uh, she's performing a charity concert. Oh, is that why she That's stayed why on? She's and there. then he's back on the Warner Brother lot. Yeah, he's back doing the Nike movie, and also doing Batman because Jason Momoa. Oops, he ha- he had to admit that. Yeah, Ben Affleck's going to be in the next Aquaman movie. How does Bruce Wayne fit into Aquaman? <laughs> This is our question. How is that possible? Did they just draw in the lines and make them connect? Well, Batman and Aquaman are part of the Justice League in the DC universe. Right. So, but did they just make this up? Because I know I never read any Batman that had Aquaman. Well, Justice League. Which oh. is different than Batman, which is different than the standalone Aquaman. Okay, so. so they all come together, a big superhero team. And so this movie, kind of like the Marvel movie, so it's centered on Aquaman. Batman will be an ancillary character and he'll be involved in some way. Just it's, like he's going to be in The Flash, too. Okay, so is this uh, just money for Ben? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and easy. So he can do his independent movies, yes. maybe. that's Because his... that's what he likes to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to pay for the wedding planner somehow. Yeah, right. Put on a bat suit and go hang out in Burbank for a couple of days. It's probably all the filming it takes. Yeah, there's worse work if you can get it. Uh, Speaking of Hollywood projects, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio teaming up once again in a shipwreck drama called The Wager. 
a tale of shipwreck, mutiny, and murder. Is it the by guy? Our same yes. guy, the killer of Osage County in the Lost City of Z, that David guy. Yes, David Graham mm-hmm. wrote the Lost City of Z, Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. the death of Sherlock Holmes, and the White Darkness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so he really he he's, he's a t- he's he, historical, yeah. but more tragic stuff. Yeah, and more historical events. tragedy. More events than people. It feels no, no, no. historical tragedy is yeah. what he specializes in. Well, the book The Wager is not going to be out until next April. So. Oh, okay. so it isn't even out yet? No, it's not wow, even out they yet. they already optioned it. Have you read Killers of the Flowers we'll in see. the Moon? I have not. Oh, it's so good. So good. Oh, my goodness. So good. Well, happy weekend, Lori and Julia. Hey, thanks, Holly. Yes. All right, my talkers. It is 5.30 on a Friday, and uh, that means one thing. It's time for some weekend picks with Lori and Julia. Presented by AARP Minnesota. So, so, so um, what are you doing this weekend? Time for Weekend Picks. Presented by AARP Minnesota. You doing anything fun this weekend? You know, we should do something this weekend. Anything interesting going on? Any recommendations? We need to have some fun. Here with fun stuff to do this weekend are Lori and Julia. All right, okay. Julia. All right, I'll go first. You've been texting, so I assuming people have been telling you, oh, don't yes. forget to say people, this. People here's, a, t- here's a weekend pick for you. They, they really have Lori. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Loring Park Art Festival is this weekend, and it's from 10 to 6 Saturday and 10 to 5 Sunday. And, you know, it's been... A couple love, of years. It's been a couple years, yeah. and this is a great art festival. Mm-hmm. There's also... Um, Going on this weekend, there's, you know, we've talked about this before, but Chanhassen has that car autoplex, and it's called Cars and Caves Art Show, and they always have a charity partner, so when you go out to Chanhassen to this car autoplex extravaganza, it's Porsches, it's the Porsche Club this weekend, and it's on Saturday, and there's 120 different garages out there with fancy cars, and the money's going to go to the Special Olympics of Minnesota, that you, um, like you know, them. do. And it's from 8 to noon tomorrow. And it's really supposed to be just a really fun, fun, fun event to do. Other things that are happening. We just talked about Emma at the Guthrie Theater. Yes. They have shows Saturday at 1 and 7, 30, and Sunday at 1 and 7. So if you're looking for something fun to do there. And then finally... Finally, finally, Julia, what? Finally, something kind of different. I did this in Seattle with Shannon, my friend, mm-hmm. because I, we decided to be tourists in our own city, and we did a Seattle walking tour. Oh, those are always fun. And so they, I have a Lynn Lake Street walking tour, and it's at hennepinhistory.org, and um, advanced reservations are required, but it's at the Lynn Lake Brewery. You start and you go on a walking tour. There's so much great history, so that would be kind of something fun and different mm-hmm. to do. And with that, I will pass. All right. Are you you got anything going on, Josh? You got any hot tips for anybody? Any recommendations? Yeah. So if anybody wants to do some fun stuff this weekend, it looks like we got uh, a couple Saints games going on. One tonight at 7.07 against uh, the Iowa Cubs, as well as tomorrow at 7 o'clock uh, as well against Iowa, and then Sunday at, uh, against Iowa as well. And then if you're uh, maybe going interested in doing some horse racing, I've never been to Canterbury Park. Oh, I heard it's, it's an absolute it's so blast. Fun, yeah. Uh, there is some live racing, plus uh, the taste of Canterbury going on. Uh, you do oh. have to get a separate ticket for the Taste of Canterbury. Uh, and then also a food truck festival going on all out at the uh, Canterbury Park. It looks to be running from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. 
Uh, that is tomorrow. So it should be a good uh, little Saturday out in Shakopee. All right. You know, in the Saints game, I drove home last night in the traffic, yeah. but I got some texts from some girlfriends yeah. who were there. They were having a blast. So you fun. forget how much fun a yeah. Saints game is. It's fun, especially yeah. since they a, revamped it. It's so fun. It's What a beautiful weekend for it, too. Yeah. All right, Lori. All right, so so much music. Uh, let's see. Um, the American Scarecrows are playing at the Amsterdam tonight. They've got a couple of bands going on before them. I think they'll come on stage about 945 Trailer Trash is uh, down at Bunkers. They oh, don't play at Bunkers very often. Come on. They're always uh, a blast. GB Layton is at the Minnesota Music Cafe. Fun. So okay. if, you're, if you're not going to see Gary Clark Jr. out at Hildy or Bonnie Ray at or Mavis Staples at Wade Park or Alan Jackson at the Excel, these are the local things that are uh, Happening. going on. Uh, tomorrow and Sunday, actually even tonight, but uh Big lineup from like 11 to 1 in the morning down at Palmer's Bar, Palmer's Palm Fest. A lot of good music both days. Super fun. And the Psychedelic Furs with X are playing at the Palace tomorrow night, which would be very fun. The Rib Fest is happening out at Mystic, and that's free. Pat Benatar is is playing. And um, uh, let's see who else is playing. Um, mm, Wasn't there... There's some a couple other people, yeah. some other people playing, but that's Saturday and Sunday, and um, of course Brandy Carlisle's tomorrow. If you're lucky enough to be going to that Sunday night, Dashboard Confessional is playing um, at uh, where the heck are they playing? Um, the Fillmore. Oh, really? On, Look on, at everything that's happening. Along with Andrew McMahon in the wilderness, so that's Sunday at the Fillmore, and then. Um, so yeah, that is a lot of lot of music stuff. Can you? There's so much going on. I can barely stand it, Laurie. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so much going on. It is kind of well. It's the um, it's the music. It's the last weekend in July. Don't even say that. I noticed we were I played tennis the other night, mm-hmm. and when the sun's setting earlier, yes, already it is. it's like oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, oh. I know, I know. The, the the most fun month of the year coming to an end. And the second most fun month appearing right around the corner. Right. August. Do you like how... I love August, this? but I do love I August. I love August. Yeah. I love August. It's your birthday it's month. My it's my birthday month. Fair. It's fair. There's always fun things. The Bayfront Blues Fest is coming out. There's always... Sturgis is happening. Yes, it is. August always has... A, usually people might have a... If you didn't have a July cabin get together maybe you got invited and you're doing an august get together yeah the, the dog days of summer are upon us yeah but you know i enjoy the, the dog days. Too. Yeah. we like the heat josh yeah, yeah it's better than winter we're gonna have hot 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 weather for the cap video festival like it's gonna be i think 90s starting like maybe next tuesday oh, i love it so and i feel like we've had we've more had hot. it's usually hot it's because really it's always in august week. yes and you can pretty much count on it being a hot and, and you know when it's you know it's not August anymore when you hit Labor Day, and this has happened probably for the last like six years when I've been out at the fair on Labor Day. It's wet, it's windy, it's cold, it's gross. But every other day, the fair is like absolutely picture perfect. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, we we can't. Oh, we we, we don't have to fair. broadcast anymore of, on Labor Day no. at the fair. We we've gone back and forth. At first, we didn't. Then we did for about six yes. years. Seven years, then we did. I mean, it's gone back and forth, but 
let me tell you, um, that is that is the day that nobody wants to broadcast. Yeah. Labor oh, day. every everyone wants to be oh please. Just just because yeah. We've already been expanding all of our motor mouth energy for, we really for nine days. And we're just like, oh, man, we yeah. need to be quiet. But anyway. That's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so I have some. I don't have any pickup lines for you guys. I just, I would just. Well, you know where Josh oh, Hartley man, was? I had it ready, too. Did you? I'm sorry. I didn't do anything. You any... know where Justin Hartley was? Where? The Weston Galleria. Bartending last yes, night, and this then where is where's he today, tonight? This afternoon, before he's going out to Hildy to introduce the bands. He's introducing Gary Clark Jr.? Yes, he is. Wow. Because his tequila, which is by a local company, oh, um, it's called, I looked them up. You know, people are going to be real happy about seeing him at Hildy because he is the rare Hollywood guy who's tall. He is tall. They're going to be able to yep. see him. He's a, He's tall. He's easily six feet. Slender, piercing eyes. Beautiful. His wife is Revel, with him. Revel Tequila. Yeah. Revel Spirits is the local yeah. company. I'm just telling the ladies to keep it calm. He is with his wife. He is with his and wife. That's not his publicist. No. Um, it's his wife. So try and not throw your underwear at him right away. <laughs> just wait. I don't know. What do you do with a bunch of underwear someone throws at you? You really well, don't want to carry stage, it with you. If you're on stage, you, you just, just leave it. Yeah, you just leave it for Elvis people. Elvis would know. Tom Jones knew. Right. People threw underwear. I think everyone... Have who, you ever thrown your underwear no, at No, but my anyone? sister threw my... Her, took off a good bra and slung it up on stage with GB Layton. That's right. I remember that at Grandma's. And we were laughing so a hard. She's done it a couple times. She but usually she wears an old bra. Mm-hmm. But this time she wore a good bra and she was like, do you think I can get it back? Okay, that's, <laughs> that, okay. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, stage hand. Yeah, excuse well, me. she like threw it in that like landed really on That really cute bra with the sparkles on yeah, it. Yeah, right. That's new and hot pink. That's yeah. mine. That's mine. I need it back. And I think she did get that one back. Okay, that is because so by then he knew. You guys. Yeah. I, I mean, know it had been so many years of, Brian, you know. I know. But yeah, I've never, no, I've never flung any um, underwear or bra or anything like that. You'd have to be wearing a bra, first of all, for me to fling one on. That's true. You know. Well, you wear a bra. I'm wearing one today. Well, of course. It looks good on Just t-shirts. because I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. They're yeah. called t-shirt bras. There's like five bras you're supposed to have. The t-shirt bra, the fancy the bra, the push-up bra, the, the around-the-house bra. The sexy makes no sense except to be ripped off bra. I need to get that one. Yeah, right. There you go. There you go. All right, listen, it's time to go. We'll be right back. Hey, take a look at, um, I think you brought this up the other day, Josh, about the Weird Weird Al Yankovic movie with starring um, Daniel Radcliffe. Well, we got a little view today of Madonna and Oprah are part of Weird Al Yankovic's uh, interesting story. Oh, fine. And so Evan Rachel Wood is playing Madonna. Uh, Weird Al parodies like a virgin. He does like a surgeon. And then maybe he's interviewed by Oprah, Oprah, who's played by uh, Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary. So that's posted. And I love it. Early 80s Madonna is a very easy to do. Okay, so the you, hair, the is. bow in the hair, you know, how you dress, that's kind of fun. But anyway, she looks really cute. So you know how I am taking my kids to Post Malone? Yes. It is on Sunday, September 11th. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't check. Uh-oh. The Minnesota Vikings schedule. Uh-oh. 
they are playing on Sunday, mm-hmm. the 11th, the night game against the Packers here. Oh, dear. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, you could sell your tickets and oh, make money. I could make a ton of money. And I said, do you still want to go? Because I gave them the, you know. Option? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're choosing. Oh, yeah. Well, they're making the right call. Because oh, yeah. the Vikings were more likely than not just going to disappoint them. But that's Whereas what Post basically, Malone won. Basically, they said. Yeah. You know, one of them said, it. yeah. I think, yeah. I think we'll be okay. Post, Post won't disappoint. They'll no, be more disappointed they didn't go. I know. That's I funny. agree. Okay, so here's a show. That's kind of been trending that that's um, premiering tonight on Netflix. It's called Uncoupled and it's with, um, uh, you know, Neil Patrick Harris. And what it is, basically, they're calling it kind of a sex in the city type of a of a sitcom kind of thing. So I've been he, wondering what he's been promoting. He is, it's it's with um, Darren Starr, the creator of Sex and City yes. and Jeffrey Richard Richmond, who created Modern Family, have teamed up to introduce us to Michael who is Neil Patrick Harris, a well-connected real estate broker who's brokenhearted when his lover of 17 years um, abruptly moves out on his 50th birthday. Oh, dear. And so what follows is Marsha Gay-Harden is in this. um, Tisha Campbell is in this. Oh, this sounds good. But it's mild amusement, a slight step up from the maudlin debacle of the sequel of Sex and the City. Maudlin debacle of the sequel of Sex and the City, just like that. And that is a good word to describe yeah, sex, a maudlin debacle. Thank you, I, thank you, yes. Because it was so maudlin, that show. Yes, uh, I know. I hope, I know. I hope Neil Patrick I Harris know. slays. I and hope you it's know, good. when um, earlier today we had in, um, Chris here, we talked about movies and things like that. That said, if you're on the list, the replay in the first hour. Um, he was talking about the movie 13 Lives that he loved. Yeah. That isn't is in limited theaters and then it's coming to Amazon. But it's a Howard Ron Howard directed this movie about the mission to rescue the 12 boys and their soccer coach from a flooded cave in Thailand. Yeah. And it's based on a true story. So the headline that just came out is one of the people that is saving the kids is Colin Farrell. And he said he had absolute panic attacks and it was he was terrified when filming the underwater sequences of this movie at the premiere, he just admitted it was scary. I'm not a great swimmer anyway. Not that we were swimming, not that we were treading water. We had to stay on the surface, but they built a really impressive network of caves. And he stood in about four or five different caves that were based on the topography of the place where the kids were. Yeah, because they had very little room. And he said, oh. and then they filled them full of water and we go down and there was no up. He just said, it was really scary. I It was a new experience. Mm-hmm. He, it, it takes a certain skill set. I, I mean, he's kind of going on every which way, but saying like. He and was, like, how many takes do we have to he do? He said, I couldn't scene? breathe. <laughs> right. I mean, this, it's going to be kind of interesting and it's with Viggo Mortensen and so some red carpet pictures were just posted on page yeah, six. Yeah, that sounds good. It does sound kind of good. Oh, lordy, lordy. Mm-hmm. And then he liked Vengeance. That was the other movie. Yes. That and that's in, in movie theaters, theaters yeah, right now. B.J. Novak. Yes, and that just sounded kind of like a something. Yeah. All right, we've got a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. What else do we know? Well, The Gray Man, if you haven't watched it yet, I recommend it. Pretty good. You like that. Pretty good, yeah. Do you believe this story that Miranda... Ha- um, Lambert's boyfriend or husband, Brendan McLaughlin. It, here's the headline. Does Miranda Lambert force Brendan McLaughlin to ask for money? No, I believe that is it's just a nice, like that is a creative 
person who made that up. He's forced to ask her for new clothes if she wants to get a yeah. six-pack of yeah, beer. That, that's a it's very... completely awkward, <laughs> right. especially when it happens in front of their friends. Yeah. He's gotten tired of being at a beck and call. You don't believe that. No, I don't. Just like I don't believe the one about Angelina's lawyers tried to serve Brad Pitt um, papers yeah. at the SAG Awards this year. She knows where he lives. Yeah, I know it. She has his address. Yeah, no kidding. Now, if you're going to win tonight, yeah. here are some thoughts. If you win the Mega Millions, millions keep the tiff- ticket safe. Yeah.